I'm having a goddamn blast on tour with this Big Mouth and a Small Town tour. So I've added some dates and wanted to let you know where I'm headed next. Uh, yeah, March 14th, I will be in Lakeside, Arizona. And then the 15th and 16th, I'm finally coming to Tucson. So if you're in Tucson, I'm coming to Laughs Comedy Cafe. Get your tickets. We're going to have a good time. My good friend Noah Koffer will be featuring at those shows. He'll also be with me the following weekend when I come to Grand Rapids, Michigan. Dr. Grins, I cannot wait to see you guys again. Those are always some of my favorite shows, and I'm sure this year will be no exception. And then I am headed up to my home state of Alaska for the Alaska Before You Die Fest. Anchorage, you better not fucking sit on these tickets. They're going fast. There's a few left. Uh, April 5th, I will be doing shows at the Gumbo House. It's downtown. I'm doing an early and a late show, one night only. It's an intimate venue, so tickets are limited. It's going to be out of control. If you've come to my show at Coots before, you know how fun they are. This venue is so much better for comedy. I can't even explain it. Just get fucking tickets. These shows are going to be wild. And then on the 6th, I'm headed down to Homer. Homer, Alaska. I am coming, performing there for the first time. Alice's Champagne Palace. And then on the 7th, I will be in Seward, Alaska. So Anchorage, Homer, Seward. We're having a goddamn good time. I'm going to come kill at all those shows because I'm a fucking Alaskan assassin. Am I sorry I said that? I don't know. Listen. Dayton, Kentucky, 12th of April. If you are in the Cincinnati-ish area, Dayton, Ohio, Dayton, Kentucky, this is your chance to see me at a really cool new venue called the Commonwealth Sanctuary. And then I am headed to Portland, May 3rd. I'm headlining the Rip City Comedy Festival. I will be at McMenamin's Mission Theater. You guys, this is a cool theater. We want it to be packed out because, of course I want it to be packed out, but also like, Let's have a goddamn good time in this nice, beautiful theater. So come to that. It's going to be a hell of a time. I can't wait to come back to Portland. And then Wisconsin. I'm headed back your way. But this time I'm coming to Janesville, May 17th and 18th. Green Bay on the 19th. And then what up, Florida? St. Pete, Tampa. I'm coming your way. Uh, Tampa, I will be there June 2nd. And St. Pete, um, they're ahead of that, uh, May 31st. Tampa, I'm at Side Splitters. And if you go to the links in all of my bios or go to their website to get tickets, for a limited time, you can use the code JMS and get $5 off tickets. And wherever you are, I'm trying to get people to buy tickets early instead of waiting to the last minute and making me panic so that if it is going to sell out, it sells out faster so that I know that, the club knows that, maybe we can add a second show. Just FYI, that helps every artist that you're a fan of. So if you can ever buy ASAP, go ahead and do that. Uh, So that's your incentive to buy early in Tampa. And uh, uh, I'll be adding more dates soon. If you did not hear your town, but you want me to come there, head over to my Instagram, instagram.com slash jmscomedy or just at jmscomedy if you're using the app like most of us. Uh, click the link in my bio, join my email list. That lets me know where you guys are so I know what areas want to come see me. Uh, so do that. I can't wait to get to more cities. I'm having so much fucking fun on the road. You guys have been amazing. People have been buying merch. These audiences have been out of control, good, just electric, laughing, having a blast. And I know all these upcoming shows are going to be no exception. So I will see you there jmscomedy.com slash shows to get your tickets. Tell your friends. Tell your enemies. We're going to have a fucking good time either way. So thanks for listening to this little promo. Enjoy this episode. Ta-ta, idiots. What you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. What kind of ignorant shit is that? At no point in your rambling, incoherent response... Were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought? You idiot, you fool! Hey, dummy! This is the Ignorance is Blast podcast. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. Hey, idiots! Well, the countdown continues. This is number 3843 and pregnant with my friend Kristen Nicole. Holy crap, I can't believe this. She has a beautiful daughter now who's like person age you know I mean she has an older daughter who's literally like becoming an adult but Liberty the baby we're talking about I met her the the next time I was in Reno after this uh and she's 
coming up in uh, on kindergarten time. So holy shit, does time fly? And who knows how much of what I said about pregnancy is even true now. I mean, I do if I listen to this, but I haven't yet because I'm pre recording all these intros to get them locked in. But I am going to be re-listening for um, clips and stuff. So I do want to talk about it. Maybe it'll come up in one of my Friday solo episodes down the road. Uh, I'll come back to this. But, you know, if you're a lady idiot like myself, where are you on your want to have kids, don't have kids journey? Uh, did it change? How has it changed? Um, has it worked out the way you wanted? Have you accepted it working out a different way? Are you in the throes of pregnancy? Are you trying to get pregnant? Are you still averse to pregnancy? Um, you know. What was your journey like? Uh, symptoms you weren't expecting, things that you wish people had taught you more of, etc. I would love to hear that. Uh, so, excuse me, send that my way. Uh, you know, we've got ignorance is blessed podcast at gmail.com or join the Facebook group if you haven't. I will periodically remind you on the intros of these. There is a Facebook group, ignorances, hashtag blessed idiots. Just answer the security question and say you listen to the podcast. That's the only gatekeeping I do on there as far as who gets in. But yeah, come over there. Uh, check out my website again, jmscomedy.com slash shows for shows near you and to get tickets. I will be doing a lot more touring in 2024. There's a little bit for the rest of the year, but I'm doing a lot of work on new material in Los Angeles for the remainder of the year. So go follow Kristen Salon. Go get your hair done by her, especially if you like bright, fun, colored hair. She is the queen of doing that. And, um, you know, if you're getting up into your 40s and you're wondering what pregnancy could be like for you, will be like for you. This is a cool peek at one person's experience with that. And just a way to let you know that um, it's not the end of the road if you hit 40 and have not had your baby or a baby or all the babies you want to have yet. Uh, her little girl is smart and cute and healthy. And obviously those are all things that we hope for in our children. So, you know, it can happen to any of us. It could happen to all of us. As long as you have ovaries. Uh, and unfortunately, I don't think we're quite there yet. Or maybe fortunately. I mean, no. Men couldn't handle it. Men, be realistic. You you couldn't handle pregnancy. Also, has anyone tried those? Now I'm really going on a tangent. I said I was going to keep these short because I'm recording so many of them. This may come up again in a solo episode, so apologies, but just a thought. Apparently, there's some sort of period simulator machine for men. Has anyone tried this? What was your experience? I kind of want to try it and see if it's anything like periods, but uh, it's so men can understand the pain we're in. Or maybe it's a birth cramp simulator. It can't be a birth pain simulator, but anyway, that's just a thing I heard of randomly, and I'm curious if anyone's tried it um, and what you've heard. Anyway, I'm shutting the fuck up. You guys, this is an awesome episode, and I just want to say really quick, and I'll say it multiple times throughout this countdown what I love about this podcast and more specifically about you guys is the range in which your curiosity shows up and I knew that as I was recording and it was cool to see different people jump on different episodes and episodes you know do better than uh I maybe thought they would have but I'm really seeing it with this countdown because yes there's some with big names that popped off and of course you know continue to get uh downloads you know, maybe not just because of the content, but because people are a fan of whoever I'm interviewing. But some of these episodes, and you'll see as we go through, this is just a person living their life. And the conversation and what they brought to the table was so interesting that it has drawn you guys in. And I'm so thankful that you have enjoyed that, that you've sought that out, because it makes me feel less alone in the fact that I seek that out, which is why I do this. Um, yeah, so... uh join that Facebook group and, you know, keep sending me suggestions of the kind of people you want to hear from. I love this. I love doing it. I want to get to know people in the world and I want to learn their story, their journey and understand where they come from to overcome my own ignorance and help us overcome all of our own misunderstandings and not knowings and get a little bit closer and more joyful with the world around us. So yeah, that's that. Anyway, enjoy this episode with Kristen. You guys, I'm here with my lovely friend, Kristen. Um, 
I guess I could just use your full name, Kristen Buchanan, Asbel Buchanan. How do I say the full Kristen thing? Kristen Nicole is probably better. Buchanan, I stole from my second husband. I okay. keep it because I know I'm going to change it one more time. <laughs> and, uh, at the time, I had Declan and I wanted to keep it. Okay. Her, and now it's just such a huge pain that I really just pretend it's not a thing and I just go. You just go, Kristen Nicole. Nicole. Uh, first of all, amazing hairdresser, which is not what we're going to be talking about, but a wizard if you're in Reno and you, uh, or if you're able to fly to Reno for fuck's sake. She's the best person who's who does hair in the whole world. But let's go. <laughs> let's go back to you. Just mentioned Declan, so and your second husband. Yeah. Um, so Declan is your I daughter. Collect you collect them. Husband. Ah, yeah. uh, just like the beautiful artwork in your home. I used to. Thank you. Um, how old's Declan? Declan will be thirteen at the end of October. So you have an almost teenager from your last marriage. Yep. <sighs> yep. Wow. It's real good. Okay. She's my favorite human. She's awesome. Yeah, I got lucky. Yeah, no, I, you really did because people don't always have cool and smart and good kids. <laughs> it's true. And I feel like, too, I, I knew when I was pregnant with her, just going to dive right, the, right, right in. Get in when there. When I was pregnant with her, I knew I would do it by myself. You knew, you like, you guys were together, but I thought you were like, this is we going to be. We were together. We got married when she was three months old or so. Okay. Really mostly because he had gotten a job with benefits. It made sense at the time. Being a hairstylist, you don't get benefits. Yeah, you have a baby. You have to. It made sense. Yeah. And we were like, my mom was like, well, aren't you guys going to get married anyways? And we were like, yeah, let's just yeah, fast track that. Yeah, of course. Yeah. So <laughs> we got married and it was, uh, yeah, it's a, we split when she was two and a half. Okay. So it lasted. A little while. He's got some mental health issues and, okay. uh, and problems with drugs and alcohol. So he's not even actually a part of her life much. Oh. Unfortunately. That's a bummer. I mean, well, it's also, that speaks volumes to how great you are. Because, I mean, not to like run through stereotypes, but like a lot of times kids from like, you know, divorced single parent homes and whatever sometimes aren't, all, have behavioral issues, et cetera, et cetera. And she seems she, so put I, together. Like I say, I think, I feel like I really got lucky. I mean, she and I are such a unit and always have been. Like, yeah. to be, you know, to, to give him a little bit of props. When uh, she was born, he worked like 100 hours a week so I could stay home with her. So oh. I feel like consequently we're very, very close. Yeah. Um, so uh, I didn't go back to work until she was two. Wow. So I was able to stay home that whole time. You so just got to that, be I with her. I always give him credit. That's good. It's like the only credit I can give him. Yeah, but, but I will give it to him. I will him. give that to him. But I feel like that is a part of the reason that we're as close as we are. And yeah. She and I are just very connected. So. That that's like a crucial. That is a. Yeah. I was actually really terrified to ever have another kid because yep. she. I mean, how do you know, mess with perfection? Like I wouldn't. I'm not equipped for a screaming. Yeah, you're like, like lightning's not going to strike twice. My niece was one of those colicky kids who screamed for three and four hours. Oh, God. And Declan was a piece, like my pregnancy was a piece of cake. It was yeah. beautiful and I was glowing and I never got sick and it was fabulous and I couldn't wait to see her. And, um, you know, it's not always like that. How's it been? Uh, okay, so fast forward to almost 13 years later. Yeah. Here we are on um, second pregnancy. Fourth pregnancy. Fourth pregnancy. Okay. Second child. Okay. So you and um, Mark, your boyfriend. Our boyfriend. Yeah. Five um, years this year. Oh my God. Amazing. Yeah. Healthiest thing I've ever done. Yeah. Next to Declan. Yeah. That's yeah. great. Yeah. So you guys, what, a couple of years ago you tried, right? Um, the Yeah. In the beginning of our relationship, we, we both said, um, you know, fuck babies. Yeah. They're kind of assholes. And then you're like in love with someone. You're like, oh, I want your seed. Kind of. <laughs> yeah. And that's exactly how he'll tell you're it. Like, I, want, I want us to make a thing together I mean, with our of, love. I, we, we were always like, you know, babies are stupid. Neither one of us wanted kids. He doesn't have any. Yeah. And has never wanted any. It's never been and, um, a drive never, in him. Yeah, never. And you were like, no, I got one. I'm done. It, pretty much. And, and like I said, she was so perfect and easy and... You know, she ate well. She slept well. My pregnancy was a piece of cake. Like, everything was really easy with her, so I was always kind of afraid. Yeah. And then um, the older and older she got, the older and older I got. Yeah. And so <laughs> that became a thing, too. And so I just really was stoked to find a partner. And um, and then a couple of years ago, we were at Christmas at my mom's, and I don't know what happened. I got all gushy-gooey, and I was like, do you think we should make a baby? <laughs> like, I had a little too much Christmas wine. <laughs> right? <laughs> And you're and like, I love like, you. Do you think we should make a baby? And he looked at me, and instead of being like, and this is so Mark, really, instead of looking at me like, what, you crazy bitch? Or, do you know what I mean? Where's this coming <laughs> you're from? like, what? He literally just looked at me and was like, well, I would want it to be born in Costa Rica. 
I mean, that's where he's from. So, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, just so everyone knows that's not like a random. Yeah, yeah but, um, and of course, to which I responded, well, you clearly don't know how this works. <laughs> you know, like I can't take five months off of work and you can't fly after a certain whatever. So yeah. <laughs> long story short, we um, we did decide we're like, you know, if, if it happens, it happens. So it was like, uh, like a, at that point, like a soft try. Like we're not, we're going to stop trying to avoid having a baby. It was, yeah, it was like, like you don't have to pull out. <laughs> as in let's pull out the IUD and like, yeah, like let's, let's see. Let's, let's just see casually what, see what happens. Yeah, but it doesn't stay casual. I yeah. mean, not. Does it, do you go from like, no, we got to, like how quick from like, maybe we should try. Did it, how quickly did it turn to like, you got to get me pregnant. Um, was it like, it's time. I'm fertile. Load me up. Yeah. <laughs> like. Yeah, you wow. turn into like a, a total lunatic because uh, you start thinking about it and then you have to like, if it's going to happen, it's going to happen. But once you know that you want it to happen and you're kind of trying, like trying yeah. puts a whole different spin on it. All of a sudden you're, you're looking at ovulation calendars. And oh like you God. were talking about in the show the other oh, night, in my like bit. you have friends, yeah. That it's like, it's and that's so true. It's so true. And you become a lunatic person. At least I did, and a lot of other women that I've talked to. <laughs> wow, we absolutely got insane. And it was like, I'm ovulating in five minutes. Fuck me. Like, hurry up. Do, you know, in the five, eggs dropping. Four, three, two. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like you just, you really. And then I think for them, you know, the pressure. I think it honestly makes them all crawl back up. That's I so mean, funny. It, like if I wasn't trying to get pregnant, you'd be spraying everywhere. Pretty much. But the minute I'm like, we're on a deadline here. Right. It, it really is awkward. As soon as you, as soon as you decide, I don't know, something gets, it infests your brain. And you're like, baby, baby, baby. And yeah. Every time you do it, you're just like, I think, and I don't know, you'd have to ask Mark I don't know if he wants to come in later, but, um, I think it just gets, like I said, in your brain every time you have sex, you're like, this could be it. This is and so you're not even really, it's not like. You're not enjoying the sex. You're like a mad scientist. Like, kinda, this could be the baby. Yes. And then you're like, okay, I'm ovulating for three days. Let's fuck 65 times in three. Oh you know what God. I mean? And That's exciting. Just, kind of. It can be, unless you're a crazy person. Who wants to fuck a crazy person? And you're like, ex- I mean, I arguably mean, a right. lot of men. <laughs> I uh, forgot who I was talking to. <laughs> apparently every guy I've had sex with. So. <laughs> Wow. So how quickly after the Christmas conversation did you get pregnant the first time? Mm. Mm. I don't know. I want to say maybe close to a year. A I mean, year? I feel like it took some time. They say that that's a thing with birth control, too. I And I don't. Yeah, I think there were probably a lot of factors uh, with that. But um, we we got pregnant. Um, I peed on all the sticks. And that's the other thing, too. You start. If you guys, it might be Declan. Oh, should we pause? We might be. She might. Yeah, I forgot where we were. Um. Oh, I was gonna start talking about peeing on things again. Oh yeah, but this time for a purpose. So (laughs) I had already been peeing on things because you start peeing on things that tell you when you're ovulating. You start. There's things when you like when you're trying to try. They tell you that like your temperature is as different at a certain time of the month. And that's the time to. Yeah, I never got that deep into it, but I started peeing on things and I looked at Mark and Mark was like, why? What are you you peeing? What's happening? Why are you peeing on sticks? Why are you peeing on things? Men know nothing. He he just was like, I thought we were just going to like let it happen if it's going to happen. I thought we're going to keep it casual. And you're like, you become a really controlling psycho person. Like you really I became really you're like i am casual you already have a closet full of baby clothes totally, totally. <laughs> it, was, it was it was mad madness for sure um so i had already been peeing on things and then i don't know i uh i peed on the stick and i was like oh my god we're pregnant so excited immediately and crying I told mark and i think he was probably like holy fuck what did i agree to it's happening kind of you yeah know I mean? and and so in a roundabout way, all these times later, because we were pregnant twice and lost two. Which is so hard. Um, it was fucking horrible. It was really awful. Because emotionally speaking, you get into a place where you, especially like this time around, like I said, with Declan, I knew I would do this by myself. But Mark yeah. is a partner. And, yeah. Um, and you two had gotten to a place where you're like, okay, we're going to have a baby. Right? And the fact that he never wanted them and then was like, yeah, I'll make a baby with you. I, I mean, that's like really special. That's so special. No, because I feel like if... For me, I don't think I want babies, but if I ever am pregnant, it's because I w- was crazy over someone. It was like, yes, with you. And I and feel that's like beautiful. Mark is that way too. Like Mark doesn't do anything 
without thinking about it. Like if yeah. he makes a major decision, it's because like he doesn't do things because anybody tells no, him. No, he to. doesn't like, do anything he doesn't want to do. The other day, yeah, you know the guy didn't speak to his mom for fifteen years. We get down there and she's like, "Thank you for bringing my son." And I'm like, "I wish I could take the credit, but if Mark is here, it's because he wants to be." Yeah, you clearly don't know him. <laughs> yeah. Like you can't talk him into shit. Nobody tells him what to do. So I felt really like super, you know. So, um, long story short, uh, I think I lost that one within. Within a couple of weeks, like maybe okay. I was, I found out and it was gone like two, three, four weeks later. Had you guys told anybody yet? We told fucking everyone. Yeah. We uh, were so pumped. We called our parents. We, t- you know, I think I even put it on Facebook or uh, Instagram or that's both. That's devastating. And I actually think I didn't, it might even still be there. I, I don't think I ever took it down. Yeah. Um, and people are like, she's been pregnant for like three so years. And everybody's so excited. <laughs> yeah. She's like two and a half, three years. <laughs> <laughs> right? It's going to be a really big baby. <laughs> You know, oh, and then everyone's so excited and they probably like keep asking you about it. And yeah, it's it's really awful. And I'm, and you're so hormonal. Like the hormone thing is really crazy. Like I will tell you, I was on birth control like a majority of my life because like you, I enjoy the sex. Yeah, I should be on birth control. But, right? but there's a number <laughs> of reasons not to be. But yeah. I had, had like the Norplant twice. I yeah. Had IUD a couple of times. I, mean, like, I had I trouble was, with mine. But. See, and that's I've heard that from a lot of girls. Yeah, my like that that problems. fucked up my hormones. Right? Was the Where birth you control? Kind of feel like a crazy person. Yeah, like a, I mean, I hate to use the term crazy so loosely. But you guys know what we mean. Don't be crazy. Anyone who's you know crazy. But um, <laughs> yeah, right. But um, yeah, I mean, I I literally with one of my birth controls, as a matter of fact, that second Norplant, I um. I would have like an episode like once a month. I was in my 20s and I remember I would call my dad and be like, ah, oh, God, ah, you know, and then the next day I would bleed because with those you don't like for me, I didn't get a period for 18 months. Whoa. And then I would bleed for like a day and then I would not. So it was like right before the bleeding, you would go. I guess. That's what I do with I, my I period just, now. No, it was like a weird like mental cycle, like an, yeah. or a hormone. I guess hormonal. It was hormonal yeah. Right? So at the end, it's really started to affect me. In the like first couple of years, it didn't. And I feel like that's kind of the thing with putting weird things in your body. Yeah. That you run those risks. But um, I remember being and feeling very crazy hormonal. And then once I realized that that was probably part of why, I pulled it out. And within 24 hours, I felt like I was back to my normal. Wow. Crazy, my normal crazy. You're like, this stuff. is a crazy that I'm familiar yes, with. Yes. This is manage. my brain chemistry that is how it's supposed exactly. to be. Exactly. Exactly. Wow. So, um, so having been on, I'm sorry, I'm so it's the ADD. Uh, no, it's okay. We were talking about birth control, the, okay, uh, the, birth the control baby you lost, and the hormones. Okay, yeah. So the hormones, you really, I feel like once I took out my IUD and Mark and I decided to get to try to get pregnant, I was really hyper aware of. And Mark too, he'd be like, mm, "Maybe it's that time of the month." Like he could call it, even like, though I wasn't. Yeah, I think like when you're ovulating when I, or when your period's coming. When my period was gonna come. Which like, and it, I feel like he said that when I had the IUD too. He's like, you don't notice. It pisses like, me off that when men are right about that because you want to be like, true. it's not my period. It's true. <laughs> it's my, it, it was. It totally it t- my mother was like that as a child. She would say things like, "Are you gonna have your period?" And I was like, "No, you're just a bitch." Yeah. Like, Stop fucking with me. And then she may or may not have been right. About I know. Well, it's crazy to like things. at any point in your life, do you realize like, oh, wait, no, I'm probably feeling this way because my period or do we all go crazy? And then we're like, sorry, I didn't realize it was my period. But now I know. I think there was just so much denial for me. Like, I'm so I'm such a control person. You want to feel you know? like you have everything. I, I guess. Yeah. I didn't ever want to admit that something might have some power. Yeah. That you're like, me. it was a little more than just you. No, I wanted to be. I wanted to stab you in the kitchen. I mean, I, I meant to. <laughs> I did that because you did whatever. You, you were know? asking for it. But the, the hormones when you're pregnant and the hormones when you're all of a sudden not pregnant. I mean, there's the emotional portion of losing of just losing the child itself. But but then there's like a hormone dump probably. I mean, or the drop. first time I think I was just really, really sad. The second time I think I probably had an, And you'll ask me how far. I'm not sure how long after the first one. That's okay. pregnant, but the second one was horrible. Yeah. Because I'd already been through it once. And so I was at work on a Friday again with a client and I went in the bathroom and I was like, fuck, here we go again. You like and knew it was happening. Devastating. Oh, I mean, and I can't I even get past like seven or eight weeks. 
Oh, that's hard. And I knew it was happening, and I was like, well, fuck, I'm just going to finish my client. There's no, I mean, the first time I, like, left my client in the chair, had somebody else, you know, shampoo her, rinse her, figure her out. Yeah. My clients are amazing, amazing people, so I was able to just leave and go to the emergency room. And they trusted you, and they were like, the second, care about you. The second time, I was like, I already know what's happening. There's nothing anybody can do, so you kind of, like, so you're I like, hate to say you get used to it. Uh, but you're like, I'm not, it's... God, I know, it's this I know is what's happening. so let me at least just finish this hair i just did her hair and then i came home and and that was it and, and then, then you're like i'm having a miscarriage yeah and then i was um and every time it seems like this happens mark has a friend in town and um and then i'm like really angry and i'm really sad and then the hormones kick in and i'm even angrier and yeah and even sadder on top of just what your emotions mark would is be a very typical guy and he's not um, I wouldn't say he's good at being emotional. He's not like emotionally intelligent. No. Most men are. No. And if he were here sitting here, he would agree with that. <laughs> That's good. At he, least he would you know, be like, he's hey. Not dumb. You know yeah. what I mean? But he's He's not like, I know my limits. Yes. So um, unfortunately, like I said, he had a friend in town uh, really actually the second time around. If there's <laughs> anybody you want in town, it's that guy. Oh, like, that's. He was the coolest guy. It turned out it was his birthday. Ah. Uh, so it was a birthday. Will. Yeah. Keep going. Um, I mean. There was one point, okay, so the guy was here, and we were losing it, and it was fine, and I want to say this was the second one. There was one time, I mean, Mark, like I said, had friends in town, Yeah, and uh, and this guy left, and then I want to say shortly after that, like within a week, some other people came from, like they were moving from Seattle to wherever else. so they're like let's and stop Reno by was like the halfway so yeah. they stopped by with their two-year-old oh devastating and i came home from work and there was a two-year-old and some dude in my living room and i'm like wow that's painful and i w- could have handled that but then his like eight month pregnant girlfriend came out of my fucking back and room did you and just I lose just it lost my shit and i um i try to be a really good hostess i love people I yeah love- you're an amazing hostess i've stayed dude, with you from like the early touring days, you are so considerate and like yeah. above and beyond and amazing. Mark was really just straight fucking ignorant, honestly. He like didn't even. And we had it out real good. I was like, have you lost your mind? Like you've got to be the stupidest motherfucker I've ever. Like I was, and you're hormonal and you're crazy and you're already looking for someone to blame. And then yeah. to have, you know, and you want to be kind and you want to be nice, but. It's devastating. I mean, not only, so they left and I was <laughs> fine the next day. Um, they didn't leave that night like I would have preferred because they were kind of not those people who pick up on things like that. Like, And I remember actually coming out and saying, listen, I'm not rude and I'm not unkind. I this just need you guys to know where I'm at, not that it's your business, but like I just lost a baby like a week ago. This is extremely hard this for is me. This really difficult for me. And at that point, I as a guest probably would have said... I feel like I would have been like, let's go. You know? Oh my too. God. I would have been like, oh my God, I didn't know. I don't know. think they left until like noon the next day. That's horrible. Can I just tell you, my mom had like five miscarriages before she had either of her kids. She told me that there was one miscarriage she had and it happened around Thanksgiving. And then she went to her in-laws, my dad's uh, parents for Christmas. And they they gave her baby clothes. (laughs) Like she unwrapped things for a baby. (laughs) You just like are beside yourself with like how fucking ignorant and insensitive people can be and you're really sensitive like yeah you're ex- like i don't know you know I, when i was pregnant with declan let's be clear i worked in a psych hospital yeah okay? so you're and like them pre- pre- got it together no dude i worked in a psych hospital and we would be in the day room watching tv and um i straight cried at deal or no deal <laughs> like people would win and i would just be bombed. like i'm so happy for so them to lose to lose a child i mean it was just a really you're difficult like, yeah. time and then consequently after that for like a good month or so maybe even two, um, we would be out and I would see like, okay, I have another ex-husband, ex-husband number one. And during (laughs) this time, I see that he's like, why does this motherfucker get to have kids? You are furious at anyone walking down the street who is pregnant. Who has it like, how dare you? Why don't I? It's like, yes, you're like, you feel like it's a personal attack. Like you're rubbing your fertility in my face. How dare you be pregnant walking across the street like that? Wow. So rude. And like my first husband, I'm like, why does he get to? Oh my he God. sucks. He was having a baby? He's had two in the last, yeah. And I'm like, you can't even take care of the two you had when we were together, you, you piece of crap. Yeah, I do, do. <laughs> but he got two. And, you know, I mean, to be fair, like, 
we're friendly enough. He texts yeah, me on my birthday every now and then. Happy birthday, Satan. That kind of thing. <laughs> like, it's good cool. to have like, you know, we're Facebook friends. Yeah. It's fine. You know, it's good to have, you know, decorum. <laughs> I try, but the decorum goes out the window. Like you well, are you're so, shattered. You are very, very shattered. And then uh, you're like, you know, do you try? Do you keep like, when do you, like you said, your mom had five. I can't. My mom's reckless. Not only that, my mom had to go to sperm banks because my dad was shooting blanks. So they just fucking blew so much money. Right. I was always like, you don't think maybe at some point you should have been like, maybe the universe doesn't want us to have kids. I mean, right. (laughs) Right. But because I'm like seven, it took you seven or whatever, you know, but that's my logic. It was so worth it. And here we are. are. Well, no, but those thoughts do, I imagine, go through your head. Like, is the, and, and, you know, stop me if I'm wrong or like whatever, but like, is the universe saying maybe this isn't for us well, or thing, you know, am I a little, is, am I too old? Cause you hear that yes. about, you know, women in their forties. That's the big, Oh, you better hurry up. And even though I, there's some, I read this article maybe earlier this week that like the 40 thing is bullshit, but I mean, it depends. I don't know. Janet Jackson was 50, but Janet Jackson also has a lot more effing money than I do. Yeah. She, ac- you know? yeah access to the best, you know, whatever I mean, type of prenatal Kardashian care. Kardashian is smart enough to have surrogates. I mean, I just said she was smart. I don't I, I said smart enough. I didn't really I mean, bring up a Kardashian. That's probably the smartest thing she's ever done. Yeah, um, so I don't know. It, it's, it's brutal. Um, I think too, after that, you're just like, and Mark would say, I, I don't want to do this anymore. Yeah, I don't want to. And I was hard. like, yes, you do. You don't know what you're, t- you know what I mean? You get it in your head and you're, you're like, like, I want this. You're like, it's all I want. Kind of. Baby. Right? Yeah. I mean, when anyone I think is dead set on something in general, like if you really want something and you're, if you're the kind of person who gets things done, you put your mind or you're like, no, I'm going to do it. And you're like a go getter. But that on top of that, happen. the biology of what we are physically built to do but like even if you don't want a baby you're bo- well, you're Mark, fighting your body a little mark is such a good human like he's a really good person mm-hmm. and um and i think it takes a really like uh amazing person to step in and and help out with someone else's kid oh um ma- yeah no he, uh, angels i mean you know don't get me wrong my daughter's 12 and she gives him a run for her money you know for his money yeah which i'm so proud of you're like to good. Be honest with you i'm like keep him on his toes declan that's you know? right um she's incredible but uh i think he lucked out with her too to be fair yeah but um but i i looked at him and i was like you know he would be such a great dad like i just i know he would would, and i sat there and i was like as a unit declan mark and myself would create such a great human and there are people out there not creating great humans yeah you're like maybe we we should want to counteract out there procreating and i'm like yeah those people never have miscarriages i mean it's right they've got like six or seven kids that are like you know i mean there's just so many bad situations and 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 uh, like i can make a good i really we can make a good life a good human like we could make a a good good my parents were always like we need you to be somebody who's going to contribute to society and i never really kind of figured out what that was and you I'm not saying my procreation is my contribution to society. I hope. Well, so let's not throw your hair to the wind. Right. You're doing a lot for the way society looks, and I it's mean, important for their hair, anyway. Yes. But um, but yeah, I mean, I really had it in my head that I wanted. I mean, kids are really freaking magical. I, I mean, at least they were for me. She she is Declan is for me. But I know that there are people like you, like Declan even says she doesn't want kids. And yeah. That's fine. I know there are people who don't, and I don't think you should ever try to talk those people into it. No, I don't think it should be something you're on the fence about. It doesn't. You should want people do where people don't. Yeah, I think that like you should really want kids, and forever, I've been like maybe one day when I decide I want children, I'll adopt. And then I think as far as having a kid, it would take like a miraculous act of I would have to be so in love with someone to be like I will trust you to trust me and, and do that with you, which would be beautiful. But like I'm so fucked up that doesn't. It's a huge deal. Yeah, it's and huge. it doesn't pop into my mind the way I have friends that are so excited for having kids and like they're amazing mothers, and I'm like, yeah, I don't have that. At least not right now. Why would I bring a kid when I'm like, ah, I don't know. Like you shouldn't bring a kid into the world if you're like, ah, I don't know how I'm gonna feel about it. But I guess I'm pregnant, so roll the dice. I'm not rolling the dice. Yeah, on a life. Yeah, <laughs> get in here. It's me and you, right. baby. Right. Wow. So I mean, the bond is really incredible, and I. 
I just really wanted Mark to be able to experience that, and he had not ever not wanted kids. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Hey, actually, uh, you'll like this. Mark actually used to call them fuck trophies. Mm-hmm. You're welcome. That's amazing. So when his friends would have, but he was like, I would watch my friends have kids and it would be like, you can't take care of your own selves. Why would you do that? And he's like, I, and I think that's the thing too, is like, we sit around and we're like, you want to have a kid at the right time. You want to be able to provide for it. You want to be able to give it yada, yada, yada. And so, you know, when I met Mark, he wasn't, you know, he was making 400 bucks a week. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? This isn't kid time. Living in a house in Tahoe with like five people snow skating every day. You know what I mean? He had, (laughs) you know. Getting on, you know, hanging out on Tinder, trying to like find a friend. You know, (laughs) neither one of us ever expected this was going to happen. So fast forward five years later, he makes a lot more than $400 a week. Thank God. (laughs) And, uh, you know, I just um, so anyway, so he had gotten on board with me. And then um, after the second one, I was literally so devastated and so fucked up and so emotional after that. He's like, I hate watching you go through this. Like, he's like, it's heartbreaking. You're mean. Yeah, like he's you're, like, you're mean and then sad and it's hard because I want to hate you and I also want to hug you. Exactly. Oh. Exactly. And so um, so with the second one, I did not post on Facebook that we were pregnant. I had posted on Facebook because of my the nature of my job and the intimacy of my job. I mean, yeah, I'm a hairstylist. We're touching you. Yeah. You know, what I mean, like I am physically touching you and you're telling me a lot of things. Yeah. You know, if we have a, re- it's a relationship. Yeah. You know, so um, so I have a very hard time uh, keeping a straight face and keeping things to myself. I have zero. Yeah, and, face. and people pick up on things. I mean, I vi- they see I, you I all the time. Pretty hard. You yeah, know? very so, high vibes. Um, rather than try to, uh, I put on Facebook. I said, I you know, I think I said something like, "I'd like to tell you all that we're expecting," but instead, I get to tell you we have another. We're, we're ha- we had another miscarriage and. Yeah, you know, I just needed uh, people to know where I was at. And it was interesting because I feel like um, I really get frustrated with social media. I think we were talking about this. Oh, me that, too. Like, I get really tired of empty relationships and friendships. Like, I don't want to know. I love that you come to town and that you check in in a week. Yeah. Like, I have actual conversation with you. I don't talk to you most of the year. Yeah. I, do. I think it's cool to, like, support you through Facebook. And Same. Whatever, but I can always call you. And if you can and I can, we'll always have conversation. Exactly. I'm but, actively trying to be better about that with people who I'm not, who I don't live near because I get very... It's just a work focus thing, but yeah, because social media makes everything seem so vapid and it it really does. And I just think things get so lost and and our connections are so, um, I don't know, like I've got friends that I've had for 30 years and I'm like, I literally haven't spoken to you on the phone. And when was the last time you actually came to visit me? Like, it's like you like my status. I don't want Facebook friends. I want, you know. No, um, like I don't want to know about your life. But through. I, I feel like it was the only platform that I had. To like, be let able me just kind of let people know where I was at, so that when I went into work and I was kind of, uh, so you didn't have to keep repeating. You know, yeah, and yeah. you know, it, yeah. And basically. so they're not just like, well, why is she in a shitty mood? You know, you know. And I was able to go to work, you know, a week or two later. Um, but I mean, I don't know. It's amazing. I mean, this this last one was really a doozy. It really did a number on me. I actually had a, a friend, quote unquote. <laughs> we were friends actually uh, for about 10 years. And I um, I was actually in the room when his kid was born. Wow. Which was a really cool experience. That's crazy. I remember looking, I was like taking pictures, nudging, because nobody did that for me. Wow. So nudging the nurse out of the way and taking pictures. And I remember showing my ex-husband and being like, dude, did my butthole get that big? <laughs> like, that really, He's like, oh, it was way bigger. It was really astounding. Oh, wow. Like, 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 there's a whole universe in there. It was it was something else. It really <laughs> was. 
But uh, but this, you know, men are not all men, but I, clearly the ones I'm in contact with. <laughs> um, the dude came over. Declan said, hey, you know, so-and-so's coming up the driveway. And I was like, uh, she's like, with balloons. And oh, like you said, with your no. mom in the baby clothes. Oh. And, uh, and this is probably four or five days after the fact. And like I said, I had I had posted something and uh, and Declan said he's coming up the road or coming up the driveway with balloons. And I said, well, tell him I'm sleeping. Yeah. You know, and, lock uh, the doors, turn off the lights. I came downstairs that night and there were fucking pink and blue balloons in my living room. I about threw up when I came downstairs. What I was just like fucking what? And I don't think he's malicious. I think he's ignorant and ridiculous. Like, do you think that was his way of trying to be like, sorry? They were left over from his kid's birthday party and he was trying to let me know that they were thinking about me. But I was like, hey, pro tip. (laughs) Maybe do a sympathy card. Maybe a bottle of Jack and some black roses. Like, I can drink now. Definitely save the pink and blue balloons for when someone actually births a child. Yeah, you're like, that's so devastating. And like I said, you're so emotional anyways. And so I've got these pregnant people who just came to my house who are ignorant and wouldn't leave till the next morning. Pink and blue balloons. Pink and blue balloons. And like, it was rough, man. Oh, rough. So did um, you take a break from trying for a while? Were you like, maybe let's. Yeah. um, And and Mark certainly did. And I think, too, that like, you know, babies, the idea is that they're born out of love. Yeah. Right. And you don't want it to be. a. You have to go back to like the reason you agreed to start in the first place. Like, I fucking really dig you. And like, this has to be like this. really. You want to be this beautiful. Yeah. I mean, we all know it's science and biology, but at the end of the day. I mean, I came from a turkey baster, but you want. Right. The best kids come from biology. (laughs) I love when my friends are all, it's a child from God. And I'm like, you banged. Yeah. It's like you were probably like, oh, my God, fill me up with cum. I mean, I was like, it's a miracle. (laughs) So amazing. How did. okay? so which is really funny because this time. Okay, so that's really funny that you just said that, and I'll kind of come back to that in a second. But um, so uh, I had posted this thing on Facebook about how I was like, sad and whatever, and just so people would know I was at. Mark ended up going to a few friends. He goes to this place, uh, this guy's house to skate. Our friend built a skate park in his backyard. Fucking dope. Super fun. And um, you have the coolest friends. What the fuck? They're Mark's friends. Ugh. I actually have like six. Remember we covered that. No, <laughs> your friends are cooler. I maintain. I mean, you're one. <laughs> but uh, so um, he mentioned to me that a couple girls had come up to him there. You know that um, I mean, it's a it's a great community over there. Like people who just really support each other. Like, hey, cool trick, bro. Or yeah, oh, we almost had that or whatever. And it's like I love kids that. and chicks and dogs and barbecue. And like, it's just a very mm. casual, really Yum. welcoming environment. So that's what Mark does is he goes, I clean and he gets really active. Yeah. Like that's how, that's he, how he handles his right. stress. And, and literally I was like, you're not emotionally going to say the things I need you to say. So please go, go, go get on your go. wheels and, and then roll away for came a while up to him. And we're like, you know, I, I just want to say like, I really respect that she put that out there on social media yeah. because I did not talk about it. Yeah. A lot of people it was feel really hard. like they hold it in. Yeah. They feel like and it's a loss. Yeah, it's, it's like a devastating. It's yeah. You like literally lost something. It's a huge grievance. And I'll tell you for women, the minute for, for most women that I've, that I've spoken to anyways, um, when you're pregnant, you, it's it's already a person and you've got a whole future planned out for it. Yeah, like when you're it's trying to have a, a baby and you're pregnant, you're like, this is... It's already... You're like, already... Yeah. I mean, the times that I've like jumped to where my life will go with a person I'm dating, mm-hmm. I can't imagine what it would be like to be like, yeah, you're like, oh, maybe they'll be a doctor or... I, I wonder a human who, growing inside I wonder when me. they'll have a baby. And it you're has already, a whole future. You've yeah. already like... It's going to look like this. It's going to be fun. We're this is the kind of outfits it's, it's going to wear. Yeah. I mean, it's it's really um, it's really a thing. So I was um, really pleasantly surprised to hear that women were able to approach Mark and to say, you know, I was really grateful that she said something or it made me think of this and that they were able to, you know, have some Mark's, sort of solace like in said, that kind and of emotionally and like, communicate that to him. Too. Yeah. That he was that it, like for him that it's like, it's OK to talk about. Because yeah. I think for him, he's like, I don't like. He's, I mean, clear, it's a lot of men. It doesn't happen for men. They don't know. I mean, everything happens for us. It's yeah. our bodies. We're the ones who go. Yeah, they don't get insane. the hormone dump. They don't get the stretch marks. They don't get the morning sickness. They don't get any of it. No. Until it kicks them. They don't get the big old sleeping. titties. They don't get the huge bo- the, these boobs. Just dude, your tits Ooh. are. I'm like, can I just get my tits pregnant girl we're at like 18 weeks and i look like jenna jameson i mean honkers I mean, what they think honk if you're pregnant double <laughs> like, double d like my super god double d they're gonna 000. get bigger i hope not 
I derailed from a very serious thing to talk about your boobs. I'm sorry. Well, it's fine. We should probably <laughs> lighten it up a little bit here and there. No. But um, so so Mark went there, and then there were people who said things and stuff, and I thought that was cool. And then also, on the tail end of that, Mark's cousin, who I had not met. Mm. Mark has a, a wonderful family. And um, his cousin, who he grew up with, Julie, uh, contacted me. We were already Facebook friends. Yeah. She liked me because I gave him a haircut. And he started You're like, oh, you like- made him look like less of a yes, bum. Exactly. She's, She's like, like, oh, this girl's good for him. Great. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. she and I had become friends on Facebook. And she uh, sent me a private message. And she said, you know, I went through something really similar. And um, and she said, I... Uh, I saw this woman, she's kind of a cross between, God, I wish I knew how she said it, a cross between a witch and Harry Potter, (laughs) that's kind of what she said, (laughs) and she's like, I had a session with her, and it was really helpful, she's like, I don't know if you're open to that kind of hippie shit, but if you are, I would love to get you a session with her. Oh, amazing. And I was just so... um, that's so nice of her. Even if you weren't would, into that, that's such a nice. Yeah. You know, I, I really was like, well, fuck yeah, I'll take you up on that. You know, I'm not yeah. getting that emotional nonsense from Mark because he's skateboarding and not. Yeah. So, you also, know, when like, you're that sad, it's like, yeah, I'll try anything. Kind of. Yeah. yeah. OK. And let's be clear. Like we drove and Mark came with me. He has been as emotionally, you know, stunted as he is. He is very supportive. He's never missed a doctor's appointment. He's never yeah. um, missed anything. He drove. He checks the me. boxes. He does. He, he goes where he needs to go, even if he's he not. He drove in, yeah. from here to uh, Oakland, which is about three and a half hours. So we drove wow. to Oakland and back for an hour and a half session in one day. Wow. And she did with the magnets and the things and like the whole all thing. this Harry Potter fucking, you know witchy is, shit i don't know is she just for people trying to have babies and i'm like i want to just meet her for life I, like you i'll try anything i'm yeah, like if cov- you think it's gonna make me feel better yeah i'm the same i'll be like oh are you crystals you think they're magic that's ridiculous but i will take one just in case can't hurt chant away yeah. you know what i'm saying <laughs> I'm yeah. gonna, whatever yeah. like i'm, I'm all thing. for it yeah and so uh so i had this session with this woman and um and i looked at mark in the car on the way back and i was like so she says we're cleared up and ret to go. <laughs> like You're I think already we should like probably have a conversation. Like, do you want to try again? She yeah. suggested that we had some blockages and that she had cleared them and wow. you know, kind of nonsense. And um and I I was never really sure what to believe, but like you said, you know, I just kind of go with it I and uh, see what happens. And then Mark said, Yeah, you know, maybe third time's the charm. Like, let's try. Well, then <laughs> two weeks later. He looks at me and he's like, you know, I've been thinking about it. And I think our life is really good. I think Declan is amazing and we have a great life. And I've been talking to my other cousin who at this point should remain nameless because he was so not helpful. You're like (laughs) trying to intercept my pursuits. His kids are older. His kids are older and they're really looking forward to traveling the world. And, um, you know, like I said, Mark is from Costa Rica, so he's always represented a lot of adventure to me. And I'm very stable I've, I've had to have like this stable life for my daughter yeah so as much as i really like the adventure side of things i prefer stability but I yeah really like i like my house i like i like my I, routine yeah i don't you know yeah so um i've been making a lot more than 400 dollars a week for a lot longer than you yeah i'm seeing that kind of thing you're like and i like that <laughs> and so he's like well you know i think our life is good and i don't think we should try again and i was like Phew. You clearly don't know what you're talking about. Okay. Kind of like when I asked him if he wanted to have kids. Okay. Well, Mm. so uh, it took me some time, but probably God, in the next six months to a year, I honestly came all the way around to that. Where I wow. said to myself, okay, you know what? He might be right. Like, Declan's going to be 14. Go. Yeah. Like, do I really want to start over with a freaking car seat and a diaper bag once she gets out of high school? Yeah. Which is exactly what we're going to be doing. But, um, <laughs> you know, and I, and I literally started thinking like, oh, you know, we're going to move to Costa Rica in a few years and, and, uh, and we could just travel. And I have this like imaginary, you know, again, a whole life planned life out Life planned us. out. You're like the and, island. And Declan's like at Yale doing yeah. whatever becoming you know or going somewhere to become an anesthesiologist yeah you know whatever you're and like uh, just traveling the world in a sailboat or something right yeah right? And, and you're like okay and swimming with the dolphins and just it's being free magical right yeah and um and so i said okay and i, I literally and like to come that way emotionally was really big like wanting something so bad and then having being willing and peaceful about kind of closing like letting the door go of on it. like yeah. to really be peaceful about it and this is that's fucked huge up it's enormous so i called my doctor in december and yeah. i said i would like to put my iud back in 
Like, let's, let's plug this it up. This past December. Correct. Okay. And they said, we can't get you in until March. And you're like, okay. My birthday is March 3rd. <laughs> and for about a week before that, I've been like, hmm, something's up. Something is I'm not right. Something is, is amiss <sighs> or extra, however you want to say it. And uh, so March 4th, I uh, went to work. It was a Monday, Sunday, Monday in Reno. Um, <laughs> and I went to work and, uh, and I called Mark on the way home and I said, I'm going to stop at the store real quick on the way home. I'll be home in a few minutes. And I grabbed a box of three tests. You're like, I'm pissing on all three of these. Sticks. I peed on all three of them and it wasn't even like two minutes. It was like each one. Instant. Boom. boom. And I was like, oh, wow. Like, so my appointment was March the 6th. So I found out two days before, before I was appointment. supposed to put my IUD back in that we were pregnant. Holy, like literally holy shit. That's pretty cool. This is not important at all, but let me ask you with the peeing sticks. Did you do three different sessions or did you hold three pee sticks under you and pee No, three different sessions. <laughs> and I was like, because I wanted, I was like, are you sure? You're like, and let me wait, Mark, maybe it's a false. And I was, he was standing in here and I was standing right there, maybe 12 feet away. And I was like, um, excuse me, sir. <laughs> conversation i need to speak with you yeah uh, yeah please? and i was like dude i said and so i keep the surprise yeah and, and he's so like i didn't forget her birthday what is she gonna <laughs> yell at me exactly about? exactly and so um then you're wow. scared all over again because you're like is this just gonna be okay so let's be number clear. three i found out i think when you're in your 40s you're really in in touch tune? and in tune with your body like you can just feel like jessica i probably found out immediately wow like i must have like conceived the night before I like mean, it's like you're you felt the egg i had felt it get for fertilized. about a week and so which was what prompted me to pee on the stick anyways or the three sticks because you kept being like that's oh, just a weird feeling maybe it'll go away and I, I was pretty sure. And Maybe so, it's gas. <laughs> you know, but then there, how many times did I pee on sticks and it was negative? And that's a heartbreaking moment, too, for a lot of girls who are out We're there trying. trying. It's like, how many times are you like, oh, I'm two days late and you're so hopeful. And you're like, and this you're is it. Not, it's such a letdown. Oh, and this time I wasn't heartbreaking. I wasn't really invested either way. Like I said, I had become very peaceful about yeah. a lot of it. It's almost like you let go of the expectation. And the then wa- yes. So it's what they say about finding love too. Is like once you let go. Amen to that. I'm not even kidding you. Like I was not expecting Mark to be my person, but he's totally my person. That's great. But thanks. I let go. So I've totally let go of no. I have. Right. (laughs) I'm an idiot. Just putting it out there. I totally let go. Are you listening, universe? (laughs) I have completely let go. So excuse me, sir. (laughs) Um, So uh, so then. I had my appointment on the 6th. So I went in and I was so excited to tell my doctor. I'm like, well, shit, we're pregnant. Change of plans. (laughs) And um, so she did my exam and had me come back the next day for an ultrasound. At the ultrasound, nothing. We saw nothing. So I'm thinking, oh, no, here we go again. Right. And how many times can you go in and have an ultrasound and be told that there's no sack, no fetal pole, no baby? No, it's gone. That's a horrible moment. Jesus. So um, so the lady says, the ultrasound lady says, I think I see what might be the start of a gestational sack. I'll keep my fingers crossed for you. So I go home and I'm like, fucking really? You know, I can't handle this. Yeah. Yeah. And then so we went back two weeks later. And uh, and boom, baby, boom, heartbeat, or I don't know how it works. Not yet. I don't know how that works. Uh, I clearly have never had a baby. I don't know. A thing that's a baby on the way. A thing, yeah. A sack. I got a picture and the thing, and uh, and we brought it home, and then we called the parents. I called and I told a couple of people, just because I'm that way, I cannot care. Yeah. Did you tell them to not tell anyone? Yeah. Every person were like, I'm only telling you. Yeah, and then they're like, I'm only telling. Yeah. Yeah. Um. And then, uh, and then what? And then I sat there and I, I really had to, once it all kind of started to become real, I really had to wrap my head around, like, I, I wanted this. You're like, I let go of this. And that was really hard to come back around from. Wow. That you're like, I decided to, that I didn't want this and yes. now it's happening. Yes. And Mark and I probably fight like once a year because we yeah. have to not be those weird people who like never, never fight. Yeah. 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 Um, <laughs> 
But when we do, I feel like we really, we really cover some ground. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. You know what I mean? <laughs> we really cover some ground. And, 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 you know, the older I get, the more I want to make sure that I'm not making mistakes that are going to damage, you know, my daughter or my situation or, you know. Just life. Yeah. Yeah. And um, so it took me a little while. And then this pregnancy has been like really rough. I mean, I'll say being 43 and having a baby versus being 40 and having the idea of having a baby is I don't I don't know. I mean, I was like really worlds convinced. apart. It's a girl, by the way. Yay. And I was convinced that it had a wiener. Because this pregnancy, like I said, with Declan, I was glowing and it was fabulous yeah. and there was sunshine and rainbows flying out of it. Like it was fucking magical. Yeah. And this one. Right? And this one, I have been sick 22 out of 24 hours a day for the first three and a half months, not to mention a hormonal, absolute lunatic, crazy person. Oh God. Just like screaming, crying. I looked at Mark benign. and I was like, I might not have clients when this is over. Like I might drive everyone away. I, I really, really. Oh God. I mean, I had to call a friend that. I mean, thank God she's my friend. I had to call her. <laughs> I had gone on and on and on about how upset I was with her sister at her hair appointment. <laughs> I You're like her, I'm like, so sorry. Yeah, I did. I called her like a week later, and I was like, "Dude, I owe you an apology. Like, time <laughs> and a place. My bad." <laughs> like, whoops, a daisy. It, it really has been rough, and it's and I feel like too that I'm kind of always waiting for the other shoe to drop. I'm kind of always waiting for something bad to happen. And yeah, did was there when you got past the like seven or eight weeks? Was there any type of like, all right, we're still here, like we're still going a little bit of yeah, we ray did of this sunshine. Time we did a progesterone, which is like a hormone that you're supposed to produce naturally or something. Oh, okay, it's I've read it on thing. stuff. Yeah. yeah, and I don't really know much about about it to be honest with you i didn't even like, but they have like supplements to help i'll tell you i had a harder time getting what's the word getting attached to this baby and to this pregnancy wow and feeling connected like with declan like i said immediately i was like oh there's a boy like my her, like my husband i was like oh you're here like yeah it was me and her from the get-go yeah like i was so connected with her there was never a question that something would go wrong or that she wouldn't come yeah or, or any of that and with this one i've had a harder time letting myself get attached because I've lost him twice. Yeah. And so you don't want to tell everybody. You don't want to buy anything, baby, until you're like... You don't want to, you know, project the whole story of this person's life in your mind. You, you don't. W- you want to just, uh, you just kind tread of extremely like, lightly. And then I, I really have just felt like a host. Oh. I mean, I've just felt like a host. I'm like, just here for you to grow. Yeah, like a parasitic fucking bee. <laughs> I literally was like, it has a wiener. It has to. It has like, to. There's only that. The a woman would never make me feel exactly, this bad. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So we did um, a big panel of um, of genetic testing. To make sure it's all. 11, 12 weeks. 11 weeks we heard the heartbeat. That was really exciting. Wow. But it's like, you know, for as, as, uh, as detached as we both were, and I think it's different as this is for men. Like every time I pee on a stick and it's positive, you should see Mark's face. When there's a heartbeat and he can hear it, you should see his face. Yeah, I think I think men don't expect to feel as ex- whereas women, it's like, you know, I assume that like if I want to have a baby and then I get pregnant, I'm going to be overcome with joy. But then again, like you said, I get overcome with joy watching you know soldiers come home to their dogs on YouTube. Thank so you. <laughs> like just streaming tears. Just, yes, but yes. I think men like sort of fancy themselves as these emotionless creatures and then all of a sudden you're like oh my god like there's so much feelings like like the amount of love that the idea of and a I child can put he, in someone yeah i mean and i still think mark is going to be pleasantly surprised yeah <laughs> you know i mean even we're more still at the point where like i've just barely started to feel her move uh but no one else can yet so okay in the next six so when the five, kicks five, come six, yeah when that starts to happen when he's laying next to me and I once worked with a guy who told me that his greatest regret was never laying in bed next to him and feeling his baby move inside of her. And that always stuck with me. Wow. His wife had three children that he helped raise. But he never. But he never had any of his own. So he never had that. Oh, that's so. Wow. Kind of trippy, right? Yeah. That's also just such a beautiful thing. Well, he was a lot more emotionally grown than, say, most. I've been involved with. We're going to name any names. We've already named them. Um, Wow. Do you feel any. Obviously, the pregnancy has been different. Is do you feel like do you worry about your energy level for this yes. one verse versus Yeah, I'm, I took a nap today. When you had one at what, yes. like thirty ish. Yes. But again, okay, so with Declan, I knew I would do it by myself and I 
was this powerhouse of a human and I built this business. Like I can do anything. I have to say Reno has been like amazing to me. Yeah. I could not have done get to where I'm at and raise my daughter the way that I do without the support of my clients and my I'm just very, very lucky. And yeah. I've had a Killing village, it. Like they say, like it takes a village. And I have had we've had so many people who love us and care for us and support us. And while I'm working 12 hour days, I've had people help me out. Yeah. Which, you know what I mean? Like you, you can't do this alone. But I did it without a partner. Yeah. And which is a big time, deal. I have a partner. And so I feel like I can relax a little bit more because yeah. I don't have to be quite. You're that not. Yeah, that, that gung ho. Yeah, like like I you're mean, not worried that you have a little less energy because you have someone supporting. I mean, to be totally honest with you, like I have a therapist I've seen since I split with Declan's dad. Yeah, just because I want to be able to be sure it's be. not me. Yeah, <laughs> and it's not. It's totally not. <laughs> um, but this time around, I and I, I mean, I've kind of had him on speed dial, and yeah. I've seen him maybe like. I don't know, once in the last two years. Like, yeah. every time I think I have a really good idea, I like to check in with someone. You're like, listen, am I being, is this mania? Is this... I mean, I think I should, you know. That's a good idea. And so I called him and I said, I think I need to learn how to be a partner. Wow, that's... You're blowing my mind. And I haven't found a new therapist, so I can't <laughs> afford to have my mind blown yet. I haven't found someone. <laughs> wow, that's huge. I mean, like, I really think, like, I had to do everything with Jacqueline by myself. You get used to. And you really do. You get used to being in control. And this is the way things are done. And this is how. And I'm. Like, and it's like, oh, you don't fit the way I'm doing things. Mo move yeah, along. Bye. It's fine. Yeah. We don't need you. No. Oh, my, I'm like, oh, I think that's and how so I am. I, I really think that Mark will be incredible with this. And I think that I'm going to need to learn how to step down. A how to, like. Let go of control, like yes. let someone else trust that other people can do it yes. and that you don't have to, yes. let you know, him learn and enjoy it like I did. Like you I did. I didn't know everything. I just thought I did. Yeah. Which is a beautiful gift in itself, really. Thinking you know everything can get you through a lot. It's really true. You figure uh, you make it. You wanna... Yeah. Yeah. All right. Let me just ask a couple, not even like, I guess, stereotypical questions or did did anyone in your life, or even like the doctors, did anyone give you any like weird grief about? Oh, you're you're not worried because you're over forty, or like, did you get any of that? I he I hear people having that happen, but I don't know. No, because I think like you said earlier, uh, people who, women who are forty, it's like so much. It's more and yeah. more common. People get it now. They're like, you that's know? not a thing. Well, people are living so much longer now. Too, yeah. So you're like, fuck, I'm gonna live my life before I pop these things out. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so no, I don't think no. so. No. And then this yeah. is semi, not unrelated, but like, okay, so you guys will see Kristen when I post a picture, but you're like fucking hot chick covered in tattoos. Has anyone ever like been rude about or made suggestions about your mothering abilities based on your appearance? My dad. Ah. <laughs> but it's been some years. I mean, when I was pregnant with Declan... My dad asked me things like, what are you going to do if she if it wants a tattoo? <laughs> and I was like, educated about hepatitis and HIV. Yeah, like, so like it that, does I mean, the right thing. Like, like, if his child is anything like me, it's going to do whatever it wants anyways. Yeah. So my job as a parent would then be to make sure it doesn't end up in a garage getting tattooed. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, like, like get, uh, go somewhere proper. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it, it, the only thing I think we can do is is educate our kids and... And I think generationally, um, it's. I would think the older generation, but I think the world is changing so. Yeah, much it's now. so not a thing. It's so common. that's why I wondered, and also in Reno seems relatively progressive about stuff like that. Yeah, as far as no one's put off by you know, no one's like. I mean, almost anywhere you go, no one's like put off by tattoos. It's mostly my family. I mean, like when Declan, for instance, when Declan was in kindergarten, uh, she got you know like straight S's. Ah, uh, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like yes, she was like this amazing student. And uh, and I asked her what what she wanted. And at the time, I was working at a really big salon with yeah. thirty five people and whatever, and and things were really um, trendy. So she wanted to shave like a quarter of her head. Oh, like the side and shave or something. Yeah, 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 exactly. yeah, yeah. I so remember she that. She wanted to do that and have pink leopard. And I was like, okay. Yeah. My dad straight unfriended me on Facebook and didn't speak to me for a year because you because let your daughter have fun hair. And I said to myself, I said, listen, people are so old. This is the kind of parent that I am. And maybe it's, it has nothing or everything to do with the fact that I'm just a really open-minded person who happens to have tattoos. I think people with tattoos are a little more open-minded. Yeah, absolutely. Although these days I kind of question, I mean, yeah, when I knows? was getting tattooed and when I was younger, it was more of a lifestyle and not yeah. a trend. 
Yeah, and now it's just like, like I just felt like getting one. Sometimes I feel like you're welcome. Yeah. Because we put up with all yeah. the shit from you're, everybody. You're the suffragettes of tattoos. My parents were like, the people with tattoos are the dregs of society. You get yeah, a piercing like, in your face, please don't serve me food in a restaurant. We'll go somewhere else. Like, that's how my parents, they're very, <sighs> very conservative And when I think the older we get, the older they get, I'm Dad. telling you, it's really rough raising parents. I mean. And we're oh. in a magical, fabulous, terrific place now. But it has really been hard on, on both of us. It's well, not Because you're different, yeah. From both of us, but... To me, it was like I felt like that was an opportunity for a. If you're gonna look quote unquote different than the norm, and again, yeah. tattoos are kind of normal now. But at the yeah. time, if you're gonna be norm different from normal and have crazy hair, you're gonna get a lot of attention. A, are you the kind of person who can deal with that? Can you handle that? Do yeah. you want that? Yeah, you have to learn that about yourself. Well, I no, because it's it like, like a, a teaching opportunity. Like, can you handle it? Can you be responsible with it? Like, I'm all Declan. When you're in class in kindergarten, yeah, <laughs> you know, and the kids are all, hey, your hair is cool. Like, you need to say, hey, let's talk about this at recess. Yeah. Like, I use it as a teaching opportunity, and I don't think, I just think we come from such different ways of teaching. Yeah. You know? Where that makes any sense? No, that's but absolutely I also feel like with the perfect. world progressing the way that it is, that, like I said, I mean, my dad certainly doesn't like my tattoos, but he has said to me a couple of years ago, he said, well, I can understand one or two. And I was like, oh, when did that happen? And you're like, well, that's when nice. I had one or two, you didn't understand shit. Yeah, that's you know so funny. And my daughter, interestingly enough, and I think all kids are different. I think it's really just how you raise them is she's not really interested in, in tattoos. tattoos. Like, well, for her, she's probably like, oh, what do I want to be like my mom? Exactly. <laughs> that is, and that is that's we should probably end with that. Because yeah, that's really true. It's so no matter what, like what you do will always be corny in the eyes of your children. Yes, I'm not cool, especially now that she's, you know, 13. She's like, she'll oh, be you're 13. my mom. That's embarrassing. Yeah, like, I'm so embarrassing. She's just you. like wearing button ups. <laughs> I do it on purpose now, though. Like I fuck with her and her friends. As that's, much as I, can. I mean, when they're teenagers, why not? I mean, you always she's going to go crazy anyway. You know, you like they're going to have the, the house where like the kids want to hang out, but not where they think they can get away with stuff. Yeah, like I want them to feel like they can talk to me about anything and be safe and that was something I did not have growing up. I think that's so important. So for me, my biggest thing about parenting, and hopefully with this one too, I'm, I'm just terrified with this one, but um, the generational difference, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, because it's... The fact that like I had to work so hard to get to a point where I can tell my mom anything. Yeah. Oh. And I wanted my daughter to feel like she could talk to me blessing. about anything. But we worked for that. Yeah. And so I have always raised my daughter to the best of my ability to make sure that she knows she can tell me anything. She can like come to you with issues or like. Exactly. I, I, I mean, didn't have that. So I really wanted that for my daughter. Yeah, I don't have that. And I think that's why I don't want and a this child. One, I've just been terrified because it's been such a different pregnancy that. It, I mean, I told Mark, I said, you know, if this baby comes out anything like it has been in utero, I might shake your baby. <laughs> You'd have to hold me back. I mean, you're, he said, is, is it going to sleep with us? Before we knew she was a girl, he said, is it going to sleep with us? And I was like, no. I go, well, here's what's going to happen. I'm going to get you a recliner and a, and a baby bottle monitor or like a bottle. Yeah. And I'm going to freezer full of boob milk and you're going to go in the other room. Yeah, and you're gonna like it's like I'm really excited to have a partner. That you're I'm like, like I'm gonna when it cries, you're gonna get up and do yes. something about it. You're so, gonna yeah. hold it. I'm gonna sleep a little more. That's what I'm gonna do. Oh, that's beautiful. So we'll, we'll keep you posted. Yeah, thank you for this. Thank you. Um, and thanks for listening, guys. Bye. Bye. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn five dollars into one hundred and fifty dollars instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code Champion One Fifty. Then place a five dollar wager on any sport. You'll receive one hundred and fifty dollars in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the King of Sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.